And you know, just to be clear, we Latinos are not a monolith. There are some of us that do support Trump. In my family, we refer to him as the crazy uncle who doesn't get invited to Thanksgiving. <laughs> but that's just my house. But as a news organization for the Latino community, Univision has a responsibility to fully report what a second Trump presidency could mean for them. And the truth is that that it is mad scary. So this is not exactly what started it all, but John Leguizamo last week on The Daily Show hosting, or not even hosting, he was just like a brought on for an opinion piece. Uh, very upset about the Univision interview with Trump. And as I said, the way I first encountered this story was kind of the conservative sphere saying, oh, look at all these liberals upset that Univision actually did an interview with Trump. You know, how dare they represent both sides? And so then John Leguizamo is making the allegation that, look, this is a total puff piece. They weren't asking him real questions. They were not talking about the real issues. We will begin the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Nobody has any idea where these people are coming from. And we know they come from prisons. We know they come from mental institutions, insane asylums. We know they're terrorists. It's poisoning the blood of our country. Wait, 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 what? Latino immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country? Mother what are you talking about? Your blood is 99% Big Mac. Also, also, wait, did he really say immigrants are coming from insane asylums? That's not what getting granted asylum means, moron. Oh, and, and by the way, the whole, like, insane asylum thing, I'm just giving you the John Leguizamo clip. The, the insane asylum thing actually came up in the Univision interview. It wasn't only at the rally. I think a lot of the talking points from the rally showed up in this Univision interview, which is common enough, you know. You're talking about the things that matter uh, to a person. But, yeah, um, saying some very strange things <laughs> about, you know, the people coming over from Mexico. We have 15 million people in our country Many people come from prisons. Many people come from mental institutions and insane asylums. You know, they don't want me using the word insane The words insane asylum. That's silence of the lamb. That's Hannibal Lecter. You ever hear of Hannibal Lecter? Not a nice person. What? But these are people that are very, very disturbed, very, very mentally ill. They're being dropped into the United States. They come through Mexico mostly, but they're being dropped into the United States. Who can want this? <laughs> That's Silence of the Lamb. That's Hannibal Lecter. You ever hear of Hannibal Lecter? Not a nice person. <laughs> it, uh, also, not a real person. Right. Just, yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't. There's a lot of times I try to avoid dealing too much with former President Trump because I know he puts me on tilt. But this is why. This is, you know, he's poisoning the blood of our country. Are you kidding me? Back to John Leguizamo. So the question is, why would Univision avoid asking Trump about the radical 2025 agenda? And more disturbingly, why did the network cancel ads from the Biden campaign that was set to run during the interview? That did happen. Oh, yeah. And why did it cancel a separate interview it had planned with Biden's Hispanic media director? I mean, canceling opposing views is bad enough, but canceling ad revenue? That's down. <laughs> that's downright un-American. And then, you know, this the connection, you know, where who, who made this interview happen? And I don't know all the answers, but maybe it has something to do with 
Univision's new co-CEO, Bernardo Gomez, being close friends with Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, and the only man with the skin of a flour tortilla. <laughs> So, yeah, the Jared Kushner angle, the weirdness of the interview, the softball of the questions. Here, I'll just give you some, some, some samples, okay? This is the first question out the gate from Enrique Acevedo. We're less than one year away from the election. Will you be on the ballot on November 5th? <laughs> Will you be on the ballot? Talking about polls, the New York Times Siena poll came out this week. It has you with a solid lead in five of the six states that could decide the election, including Arizona, Nevada, right. Georgia, right. which was a very contested state the, the last time around. But it also has you with 42% of uh, Latino voters' support. That's yeah. unprecedented for a Republican candidate. What do you think the, the, the message voters are sending with these numbers? Why do they love you so much? My goodness, what are they saying to you? And then, I mean, his answer is worth playing. Well, the Latino vote is so incredible because they're unbelievable people. They have... Uh, Everybody is, according to him. Incredible skills, incredible energy, and they're very energy. entrepreneurial. All you have to do is look at the owners of Univision. Um, they're unbelievable, entrepreneurial people, and they like Except me. Except for all the know? ones coming across the border, right, from the insane asylums? And they like me. You know, there's never <laughs> been anything like it in the Republican Party. I've been a Republican and am a Republican, and uh, <laughs> we have tremendous support from the, I call Hispanic, Latino. You have lots of different, uh, different terms, but uh, it all means the same thing as far as I'm concerned. It's, they're just great people, incredible people. Hispanic, Latino, whatever, it all means the same thing. And, you know, as for me, I'm a Republican. I've been a Republican. I mean, I am a Republican. I'm a Republican, right? You know, there's never been anything like it in the Republican Party. I've been a Republican and am a Republican. I'm a Republican, yeah, sure, so whatever. Um, so, yeah, there were softball questions for sure, you know, absolutely. But that's not, to me, you know, that's not the point. Uh, pulling the ads is a little weird. Not doing a follow-up interview with somebody from the Biden side, that's a little weird. Um, as long as you do them the same, I don't really mind. I just, But I, I actually think that it's good to give uh, Hispanic voters, Spanish-speaking voters, the opportunity to see an interview with President Trump. You know, I do worry that in the interview, if you don't know enough, like if you don't like I'm watching this interview and even I am fact checking, like, did he say does that? No, that's not right. No, no, that's not right. You know, again and again. And, again. and because they weren't doing the fact check work, I wonder if the viewers know how much he got wrong in this interview. I mean, again and again and again. Um, which I think is kind of the criticism. That's why Jorge Ramos, you know, the longtime journalist for Univision, uh, uh a good journalist, okay, left-leaning, okay, but a very good journalist, um, you know, who Trump has repeatedly had clashes with. Um, and he said, no, this was a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. So, I again, I my takeaway from this was the content of his answers were so disconnected from truth, so misleading and even just taking it as a softball interview, the answers he gave were kind of wild in a lot of cases. And, you know, even uh, here, I'll give you some examples. Actually, let's do traffic on the fires. Let's get Jake in here real quick, and then I'll come back with some examples. Because I haven't, I played more John Leguizamo, and I want to give you some of the Trump examples. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, no major slowdowns or accidents to report this morning. I 10 and I 110 checking in clear 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 90 and Milton and Pace, no slowdowns reported there. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. If you see anything out there, text us 437 1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. All right. Thanks so much, Jake. So, um, he wants to attack uh, President Biden, a fair target. 
We have an incompetent leader of the United States. He can't, he can't walk off a stage. He can't find the stairs. He can't put two sentences together. He can't talk. And this man is dealing with Putin and President Xi and all of these people that uh, would probably not say they love us. But we have somebody that's uh, negotiating for us. Fair. I think that's a fair criticism, right? But then... The biggest threat is nuclear weapons. And we have a man that doesn't even know what a nuclear weapon is. The what now? (laughs) What do you you mean? He was alive when we fired them. You know, like, (laughs) what do you mean he doesn't know what they are? As our chief negotiator, and it's a very scary thing, you could end up in World War III. And if World War III happens, probably Mexico will no longer be around because the power of nuclear weapons are so big if they hit us, you're going to be wiped out, too. That's how bad it is. Which, okay, yeah, I mean, that's true. Fair enough. Um, what do you mean Biden doesn't know what a nuclear weapon is? And then he was asked about Middle Eastern peace. And he winds up blaming the Israelis for being bad at PR. You ready for this? This is crazy. This got coverage in Jerusalem, by the way. When they see, you know, 50 and 100,000 people. Mm-hmm demonstrating and they say Palestinians we're, we're on the side of the Palestinians everyone's saying wait a minute what's going on here and I think Israel has to do a better job of public relations frankly because the other side is is beating them at the public relations front that's a very important front worldwide that's a very important front so they do have to do a better job it's the Jews fault for not telling the truth better for not getting the me- I mean, maybe the Jews aren't obligated to justify their right to exist. I mean, it's just me, you know. Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's not their fault that they get lied about so much. And then the Palestinians hate the Jews, but the Jews hate the Palestinians just as much? The hatred is so incredible. They learn to hate Jewish people in the earliest forms of school, whatever their form of school is. Correct. You know, hate Israel, hate people. It's very hard. It's There is no hatred like the Palestinian hatred of Israel and Jewish people. And probably the other way around also. No. I don't know. You know, it's not as obvious, but probably that's it too. The Jews hate the Palestinians just as much. That's why they try to coexist with them. That's just, that's why so many of them are in favor of a two-state solution. I mean, really, sir? They're bad at PR and they hate the Palestinians just as much as the... It's kind of like the abortion stuff. He's just gone off the rails on abortion and, you know, because he's fighting against DeSantis in the primary. Or, like, gas prices. This is this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, there's this tiny little element of truth in what he says, but then the actual things that he says are so completely untethered to it that it winds up being a lie. What about the economy? What do you think the, the current state of the economy is? And are Americans better off today than they were three years ago? No, they're way off. I mean, you, they're paying $5 for gasoline. Uh, they, they were paying under $2 for us. I had it at one point where it was a $1.51, but $1.87 I talk about a lot, $1.87, big periods of $1.87. Now it's $5. And that really uh, ruins it for everybody. You know, energy is so big and oil is so big that when you have something that goes from like $1.87 to $5, $6 in California, $8, that just stops the economy more than interest rates, more than anything. 
That's false. Virtually everything he said there is false. Gas is not $5 a gallon. Gas was $5 a gallon in June of 2022 in this country for about a week only. That was the peak. The worst inflation in the country was last summer, and it was a 5 bucks a gallon, just right at for one week only. Generally, gas has been in the mid $3 range during Biden's presidency. Generally. It's not $5 a gallon. So that's false. Well, Andrew, he means it's really high. Well, then say the right amount or don't say numbers. Numbers matter. Trump inherited 223 a gallon gas. 223. The lowest it ever hit under his presidency on average across the country is 181 in April of 2020 when nobody was driving because of lockdown COVID. It was 326 when he left office and going up in January of 21. And as far as his $8 a gallon gas in California, bull. It peaked at $6.29 for a month in June, okay? And it was never $8. What he might have seen was like there was one station in L.A. There was a station in Orlando pre-Idalia that was charging $7.99. That's not truth. This is what I'm talking about. There's just so little connection between reality and what he says that I'd never know whether he's lying or he's exaggerating or he doesn't know the truth, but I can't take anything he says seriously. I wish he would just say, gas prices are really high. People are suffering. It's bad under Biden. Fine. But it's not $5 a gallon. It's not $8 in California. Why does the, why is the truth not enough? 724 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Naval Air Station Pensacola has a significant economic impact in our area. It employs more than 16,000 military and 7,400 civilian personnel and the headquarters for Naval Education Training Command, a command which combines direction and control of all Navy education and training. There's a lot more you can know by tuning in this morning at 9 and hear what's happening at NAS Pensacola on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. It's not if, but it's when. James chapter 1 reminds us that facing trials is not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. And because trials will come, it is wise for us to be ready to handle them when they do. Just like if you're in a situation where you must physically fight, if the fight is unexpected, you might get sucker punched. But if you have your back foot planted and your shoulders squared up, you're ready to defend yourself. Therefore, your chances of victory have increased greatly. James chapter 1 prepares Christians to spiritually fight through the trials and understand God's purpose in allowing that trial. I want to encourage you to read closely James 1, 2 through 12, and ask God for a fresh dose of his wisdom as you fight through the trials of life. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Join the thousands of recyclers who strive to eliminate recycling contamination every day by following the Core 4. The Core 4 includes glass containers, plastics 1 and 2, cardboard and mixed paper, and metal cans. Remember, if you're not sure if an item can be recycled, think when in doubt, throw it out and put it in your garbage can instead of recycling. Visit ecua.fl.gov for more information. That's ecua.fl.gov. And thank you for being ECUA's recycling partner. Join Cat5 Hurricane Fabric this Thursday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. 
Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric is one of the least expensive hurricane protection systems available. It is strong and safe and defends against wind, water, and flying debris. The professionals from Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric will be here to take your calls and answer any questions you may have about protecting your home and family during a storm. On the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Hearing this makes me think I've got a I've got a, a present for you, Jake. We're gonna play a game here in just a second. Okay. Good morning, seven twenty seven News Radio ninety two three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Happy Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, who's still eating turkey? Hands raised. Uh, Jake has got traffic on the fives. Jake. Well, we're looking good out there this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns to report yet. Uh, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. 98 is flowing through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Windhaven. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace. No slowdowns there. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard not showing any accidents. Um, looks like Highway 29 is at posted speeds as well. If you do see anything out there this morning, let us know. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Elon Musk is in Israel today where he's meeting with uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, He also took some tours uh, of places that were attacked by the uh, Palestinian group Hamas. The suspect arrested in Vermont in connection with the shooting of those three 20-year-old students of Palestinian descent is expected to be arraigned today. 48-year-old Jason Eaton was arrested yesterday near the scene of that attack, which is being looked at as a possible hate crime. And uh, Dolly Parton, Taylor Swift, and other female musicians, apparently the subjects of a new course being offered at the University of Florida. The class is called Musical Storytelling with Taylor Swift and other iconic female artists. Uh, Also features Billie Holiday, Aretha Franklin. Uh, The class apparently being offered through the university's honors program starting this coming spring. Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was interesting. Um, I thought it was just Taylor Swift with some branches, but it sounds like it's much more broad than that. And the students are asked to write songs as part of the course and, you know, talk about their experiences and their bad breakups and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, you know, sounds like an interesting course within you know, the music department. So uh, possibly even in the literature or languages department, I could see that as well. David, thanks so much for the update. Oh, actually, here, uh, we're going to play a game. You ready? I don't have a lot of time to do this, but this is a song submitted to the Internet. Please identify the the name and the title. Well, I I have to, I don't recognize Is that. Is that an AI song? No. It's a song Madonna? submitted a couple of years ago to like one of these services where I can't figure out what this song is from. Can you help me identify it? And so far nobody's been able to figure out where it came from or what it is. They've had hoax answers. People huh. have fabricated songs and artists and in order to try to answer the question, but it's like this weird unknowable thing. It sounds like a hit. 
and yet nobody can figure out who made it when it was. I mean, it's the 80s, obviously, based on the sound, but nobody knows anything else about it. It's an internet mystery. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The negotiations happening over which hostages and prisoners should be swapped between Hamas and Israel on what's scheduled to be the last day of a four-day truce. There's talk of extending it to get more hostages home, but some are unaccounted for and may be held by groups other than Hamas. I've seen the reports that Hamas says that it can't locate all of them. That is, of course, horrific beyond measure. Israeli government spokesman Avon Levy. Two missiles are fired toward a U.S. Navy ship, the USS Mason, responding to a tanker ship's distress call in the Gulf of Aden. The MV Central Park had been hijacked and the suspected hijackers were arrested as they tried to get away. U.S. officials tell us two missiles were then fired from a part of nearby Yemen, controlled by the Iran-backed Houthi militia. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the missiles fell short. Those five suspected hijackers are being questioned by the U.S. military. A Japanese destroyer assisted with the operation. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, we've got 46 degrees. It is partly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. The man who was wanted by Escambia County deputies for allegedly shooting his wife a day before Thanksgiving was arrested on Friday. 36-year-old Daryl Jerome Walker was arrested in Panama City. Investigators believe Walker shot his wife at an apartment on Medicine Road on Wednesday. The sheriff's office says there were multiple agencies that assisted in his arrest in Panama City on Friday. Uh, Two men have died after a head-on crash in Escambia County, Alabama over the weekend. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency says this all happened on I-65 near mile marker 51 early Saturday morning. 29-year-old Augustine Bean of Texas, 49-year-old Antonio Minifield of Georgia both died in this crash. Troopers continue to investigate. So far, no other information on that crash has been provided. Another fatal crash uh, in Gulf Breeze on Friday night or in Gulf Shores, rather. Uh, This happened Friday night. Alabama Law Enforcement Agency says the crash happened on County Road 9 in Baldwin County. 41-year-old Cameron Onjuka reportedly crashed head-on into a vehicle occupied by a 20-year-old and a teenager, and uh, both of those people were also taken to a hospital with unknown injuries. Well, the exchange of Israeli prisoners for Hamas hostages is set to continue today, this despite some reported issues between the two groups. U.S. officials are working to extend the ceasefire agreement. Over the weekend, Channel 3 talked with local members of the Jewish community in Pensacola to get their reactions. I'm really happy that the hostages are getting out, and I'm happy for their family. But I also know that this is just a temporary, like, band-aid. That is Gil Freed. He's an assistant dean and a professor at UWF and says his family in Israel, he was raised there and Uh, Some of his family members are currently serving in the Israeli army. Uh, Senator Rick Scott calling for Hamas to release more of those hostages. Scott says he's grateful to see hostages such as 13-year-old Hila Rotem Shoshani be able to come home. But Hamas is still holding hundreds of people hostage, including her mother. Uh, He says her family needs to be reunited and says uh, that uh, we cannot stop fighting until all of those hostages have been released. A man's been hurt after uh, what appears to be an explosion in Jacksonville. The sheriff's office there says uh, that man was found on Saturday outside of a home in Lake Forest Hills. There was apparently debris in the yard. Investigators say it looked like a blast scene. 
man was taken to the hospital, is in stable condition. The sheriff's office says neighbors reported hearing an explosion, but uh, investigators have not confirmed what it was. It's 734, News Radio 92.3, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Well, we're still looking good out there this morning. There's been no major slowdowns or accidents to report. I-10 and I-110 is flowing. Uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, no slowdowns there. Uh, 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven uh, posted speeds. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Looks like Bell Lane, Sterling Way, um, all that. Stewart Street checking in without delays as well. If you see anything out there though this morning, let us know. 437 1620. And this traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756 for Executive Landscaping. Uh, like I said, 437-1620. If you see anything out there slowing you down, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We are going to be seeing a chilly day today, quite breezy as well, high near 60 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 38 degrees. As you go into Tuesday, mostly sunny skies with a high near 58. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 36 degrees. Warming up slightly on Wednesday, 61 degrees, mostly sunny skies with Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 43. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 46 in Pensacola, 44 in Gulf Breeze, and 45 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your Money Now. According to a newly unsealed legal complaint, Facebook parent Meta Platforms deliberately engineered its social platforms to hook kids and new but never disclosed it had received millions of complaints about underage users on Instagram, but only disabled a fraction of those accounts. The complaint, originally made public in redacted form, was the opening salvo in a lawsuit filed last month by the attorneys general of 33 states. Company documents cited in the complaint describe several meta officials acknowledging the company designed its products to exploit shortcomings in youthful psychology, such as impulsive behavior, susceptibility to peer pressure, and the underestimation of risks. Over 1.3 million chickens are being killed on an Ohio farm to contain an outbreak of avian influenza. And though the spread of the disease has been less severe this year than last, 8.1 million birds have been killed on commercial poultry farms this year. On Wall Street, features slightly lower. That's your money now. The Volkswagen Signed and Drive event returns to Feedmore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE, now from 26,536. The 2023 Taos from 25,281 or the 2023 Tiguan S, now on sale from 28546 So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan Arctaus, or enjoy end-of-year savings on select 2023 models, Pete Moore has the VW for you to drive on today. Pete Moore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first month payment up to $900. Offer ends January 2nd, 2024. See dealer for details. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. 
It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. What does Christmas mean to you? Hey, Andrew McKay here, and at Christmas, what I think of is the original greatest miracle of God becoming flesh and living among us, a gift of incomparable size that we were given and out of appreciation for which we give gifts to each other. Merry Christmas. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. <laughs> News Radio 92.3. Formative, local, dependable. two-yard line with a second down and one. Two tight end set. Roydell Williams is the guy that got him there, and he's got him in the end zone. Touchdown, Alabama. It's a game that everybody who was watching, which I think is not remotely as many people as would have been interested to watch it, uh, you figure it's going to be a blowout. You just figure, you know, Alabama ranked number eight. They're going to blow out Auburn. Uh, you know, just Auburn's been kind of uh, – they were good, then they were terrible. Or, like, if they were terrible, then they were good, then they were terrible again. Anyway, uh, you know, they took a loss at home against North Alabama, who they paid almost $2 million to come beat them at home. It's crazy. Okay, so, you know, Alabama's up 7 nothing For the few Auburn fans who are watching, eh, we, we did it out of duty. You know what I mean? And, boy, did we get something we were not expecting. Auburn brought it out last time, and they're going to bring it out again. That team, oh, whoa, man. flag down, and it's going to be a face mask. And Is that it? should give them a first down out <laughs> around the 20. It was a flagrantly bad Kendrick face Law, mask. I think is the guy, whoa, man. man. That hurts way up here. On the return. Ryan the, the return basically a return, kickoff return guy, but that one, you're reaching out. I get it. During the you know. turn, illegal block in the back. Return team number 44. What? The penalty is half the distance from the end of the what? run. Wait, first down Wait a second. It's got to be on both sides. They can't miss that, can they? He almost you gotta, turned his helmet gotta around. Both. Some, this is the problem with replay right here. I mean, okay, I get it. Maybe there's a block in the back, but there for sure is a face mask. Yes, one of the most horrible face masks I've ever seen, frankly. I'm amazed the guy didn't get hurt. Gene's territory is with us. I mean, this is as blatant as you're ever going to get. Man, that is frustrating. It is, guys. And, And you know what you're hoping is one official is looking at the runner, action on the runner. The referee in this case behind the play, he's looking at the block. Okay, he sees the block in the back. Will they not look up at the scoreboard? They're showing it. Wow. It's it's an uncomfortable feeling, Gary, but you can't look up and officiate from the scoreboard. Ignore your eyes. That's the worst non-call I've seen this year. We've seen face masks where the hand rubs across the face mask. You can get it, but... You know, you'd have to not understand football not to see this. Wow. <laughs> Accurate. So, uh, Alabama with the ball after the punt. Uh, they're driving, and they got, well, I guess what they deserved in a, in, a, in a sense at the 40. And now it's fourth and a long one for Alabama. They'll go for it. And here comes the guy Gary was talking about. Kenrick Law will take it to the house. Remember when I told you they were going to get a call? They're going to get a right call here. right here. It's going to negate a touchdown run of 40 yards. 
I'm not sure it's a makeup when it was a justified call, but okay. They were sort of vaguely even at that point losing out on the touchdown. Auburn gets the ball because Alabama has to punt with the penalty. And so uh, Auburn gets the ball. They drive down. They get a score. Okay, two-yard run by Damari uh, Alston after a 42-yard run by by Jarquez Hunter. Very impressive. So 7-7. to And you're thinking, huh, okay. Well, Riker gets a 32-yard field goal for Alabama. They're up 10-7. to And then Auburn comes back. Austin stays in there. He and Jarquez Hunter has been, have been, the offense for Auburn. Now they're going to run it end around. Convoy in front of Javarius Johnson. Touchdown. What in the deuce? We're up. It's 14 to 10. The commentators had to open their mouths. We haven't seen Jalen Milrow air one out yet today, Gary. Don't say anything. Now he does. And he's got Jermaine Burton. Burton. Touchdown, Alabama. Uh. But it was an impressive play. 68-yard pass, 17-14 at the half. And everybody on both sides is like, what is happening? How <laughs> is this a game? But it is a game. So uh, Will Riker gets a 22-yard field goal to start the third quarter. So they're up 20-14. to And then Auburn. Second and six. Peyton Thorne's got a man wide open. And a walk-in touchdown for Javarius Johnson. 21-20. There's 21-20. Will Riker never misses. He misses a field goal. It stays 21 to 20. Auburn trying to keep the drive alive. Uh, Pulls a weird trick play that's actually illegal and doesn't get called for it. So there was bad officiating around the horn on this one. But they eventually settle for a field goal. They go up 24 to 20. That's when it got weird. (laughs) You know, the WKRP... And that's when things got strange, right? That's kind of when the beginning of the super weirdness was. So it's up 24 to 20. And the reason I'm telling you this is because for those of you who did not watch this game, the Iron Bowl on Saturday, oh, man, did you miss a game. Also, this is the game that people will be talking about at work today. They might be talking about the Michigan-Ohio State game. Two interceptions turned that whole game. Michigan wins, puts Ohio State out of the playoffs, at least for now, probably out of the playoffs, period. Um, you know, But this is the game that they're going to be talking about is this Iron Bowl, and whether you did see it or didn't see it, because a lot of people did not watch it thinking it was going to be a blowout. A lot of Auburn fans did not watch it thinking it was going to be a blowout. Okay, so they get the penalty, um, then uh, basically uh, you know, they score, they get up 24-20, to 20, and then Auburn on defense uh, forces a punt from Alabama with five minutes to go. And you're thinking, oh, my God, they're up four. They're on the verge of winning this game. Coy Moore this time is back deep. What's the rule about the Iron Bowl, though? Never know. There's the kick. It's up. The punt. Burnup's kick. Moore camps up. Held out of the ball. Is out. Picked up. Can't run it. It'd be a muff. It's Jihad Campbell uh-huh. who scored on a fumble return the last time we had these guys. And this is going to be Alabama's ball. A slip. The Auburn player no. slips on the return. Muff recovered this by is Alabama. Moore. Even though it's zero, it's not Keontae Smith. And when he hit the turf, the ball came out. Yep. Yeah, and then Alabama recovered. I can't advance it. Can't advance a muff punt. But still, they got the ball um, around the 30. Okay, so they got 30 yards and 442 to go to take the lead in this game. They can't do a field goal because it'd still be down by one. Okay, four-point lead for Auburn. But they progressively go backwards. Like, they do everything wrong. And on second and goal... Jermaine Burton in motion. And a bad snap, or Milrow wasn't ready for it. He goes way down at the 26-yard line. Losing a bunch of yards back to the at least the 26th, and that made it like fourth and goal from like the 31, I think, is where they wound up putting the spot at. Event. So that, I think they lost another yard play. So 
Alabama's got one play, fourth and goal from 31 yards out. Impossible, right? Hmm, you'd think. Fourth and goal. Might only be a two-man rush this time. That's all it is. But there's a lot of airspace to cover for Milrow. Still looking. Firing. Near corner. It's caught! Touchdown, Alabama! Wow. Isaiah Bond! Or perhaps if you're an Alabama fan, you say yes. On a fourth and a mile! With a little push. 31 yards. Touchdown, tied. We always keep thinking we've seen it all, and we never have, have we? Bond! Isaiah Bond! Unbelievable! Crazy. I mean, just crazy. The push is not a penalty, I don't think. Uh, there were uh, the officiating was the worst. <laughs> I mean, across the board. But I think in the end, it kind of balanced out. Even everybody got bad calls against them. Uh, we'll come back to this in a second because this was the game. I mean, just Jake, you watch this game. Was this the game I to did. watch? It, it really was. It, it was, was so crazy. And it was and so crazy. especially because nobody expected it to be a game. Oh, by the way, somebody corrected me and said uh, it wasn't to North Alabama. Thank you for correcting me on this. It was in New Mexico State that we brought in to mm-hmm. lose uh, to, to beat us at home for Auburn. Go ahead, Jake. Tell them traffic on the fives. It, it definitely didn't disappoint. I mean, I knew it was going to be a game. It's always a game. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. So um, Highway 29 and uh, at West 10 Mile showing a, a lot of slowdown until you get past uh, nine and a half. Uh, I-10 eastbound before Pine Forest starting to, at the Cracker Barrel, it's starting to slow down there for a couple miles. 98 westbound in Tiger Point, starting to slow down at the light at Avalon, Garcon Point. Uh, also 98 eastbound, there's an accident reported in Navarre uh, in front of the new Publix in Winhaven. Uh, so that'll slow things down, headed towards Hurlburt. And uh, Highway 90 in front of Beulah Middle School, the normal morning congestion there. Uh, if you have any traffic info to, to report this morning, text us, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much jake so alabama goes ahead 27 24 auburn's got like what is it 15 seconds or something like that on the clock with a chance to try to do something oh no no it doesn't even get close tied with a three-man rush peyton thorne ball is out in the end zone picked up by auburn but it ended up being a safety the ball is still out squirting around clock is running peyton thorne got nailed and the ball came out they might get one more play if they can get everybody regrouped, but they might not. The receivers try to get back to the line of scrimmage, which is the one-yard line with one second to go. Thorne lofts one out. It is intercepted. Terry and Donald will end it for the tie, maybe with a touchdown. The craziest, most unbelievable final 40 seconds of football that maybe you'll ever see unless you've been to the Iron Bowl before. That's exactly right. A muff punt, a missed snap, a crazy catch for a touchdown. And by the way, they caught, They said that guy stepped out of bounds, so it wasn't actually a pick six on that last play. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a crazy, heartbreaking, amazing, thrilling, unexpectedly good game that um, that was the game of the week. And by the way, on the not quite the to the date, but the 10 years after the kick six. So uh, expect the crazy. Coach Saban afterwards. All right, Coach, how did you draw off that last play to survive this one? Believe it or not, we work on that. But it was just a great throw by Jalen and a great catch by Isaiah. It was. I mean, we work on it, but, you know, you're throwing it up for grabs, really. We came down with it. You know, there's been some weird stuff happened here, <laughs> and this is the first time I can remember it going in our favor. <laughs> this is the first time I can remember it going in our favor. That's kind of funny. And then Jalen Milrow was asked as a quarterback for Alabama. 
How were you able to stay so calm in the pocket as you led this team to victory? Never give up. Always fall back to your level of training. It's all about, it talks about all about mental toughness. That's what's going to get you through a game. Not one quarter, two quarter, three quarters. It's going to take all 60 minutes. And that's exactly what it took place. What was going through your mind on that last touchdown pass? Finish. All about finishing. That's all it was about. Finishing, executing the play. Congratulations on the victory. Roll time! <laughs> I had to give you that. You, you, you Alabama fans, you deserve it. You didn't go up in the rankings, uh, you know, beating up on Al- on Auburn, but okay, there you go. So, uh, game of the weekend for sure. 437-1620, 437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though... You don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis and Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis and Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, Pensacola Bay Oysters, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Quiggins. If you've got fall gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Presented by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. 
The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. Hello, everyone. This is Austin Price wanting to wish you both a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Hey, Kay, have you ever flashy thing me? No. I ain't playing with you, Kay. Have you ever flashy thing me? No. Good morning, 7:54 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Cold today, colder tomorrow. It's going to be down in like the mid 30s uh, overnight, uh, both tomorrow and Wednesday. So um, just bundle up a little bit, and you're heading off to work. It gets up into the 60s, but uh, you know it warms up a little bit later on towards the end of the week. Four three seven sixteen twenty. A caller did, or listener did one of my favorite things ever. Uh, corrected me on a fact I got wrong. I very much appreciate that. When I was talking about Trump and the gas prices and all of his inaccuracies about his claims there, I committed an inaccuracy. Uh, I was saying that when he left office, uh, he claimed that gas prices were always low when he was in office. Um, it, I said it was three twenty six when he left office and rising. I got my year off. I was looking at a chart and somehow I got January of twenty twenty. Two instead of 21. It was actually 231 when he left office and relatively flat. So I apologize. I did get that part wrong. The other things he said that were, that were wrong, they really were wrong. That part I got wrong. And I did what you do if you're a normal human when somebody corrects you on a uh, fact. You apologize and you admit it. <laughs> that's how that's supposed to work. The facts are supposed to matter. Uh, democracy depends on us understanding the facts, knowing the facts, and sorting out who's telling the truth and what they're going to do with their grasp of the truth anyway 755 on news radio 92.3 so again i appreciate that i always tell people i I, maybe don't say it on the air enough i like to tell people when i meet them uh, hey if you ever hear me say something stupid or wrong or you just disagree with feel free to text me 437-1620 it does happen and i will gladly take it i I won't necessarily agree but i will listen of course uh jake's got traffic on the five jake Highway 29 between West 10 Mile and uh, uh, nine and a half mile. We got some slow down there. I don't see an accident reported, but just a little slow. Uh, I-10 eastbound before Pine Forest, uh, starting at the Cracker Barrel. It's starting to slow down there for a couple miles. Uh, 98 westbound in Tiger Point. The light at Avalon Garcon is starting to back up. Also, 98 eastbound in Navarre. There is an accident reported in front of the Publix in Winhaven. Uh, so going towards Hurlburt, you'll have a little bit of congestion there. And uh, Highway 90, once you get over the bridge, headed towards Scenic Highway, uh, it's starting to really kind of back up there. Uh, looking at NES Pensacola and NES Whitingfield, the gates are not showing any slowdowns. If you do see anything out there this morning, text us 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Hey, if you've got a home improvement project of any kind, you build homes for a living, you're doing a rehab, you're or you know an add-on, whatever it is, okay, Pensacola Hardware, fantastic place both for the supplies and for the guidance on how to use them, how to solve the problem. They know that. But also, since we are into the Christmas shopping season, a fantastic place to go do your Christmas shopping. The front of the Pensacola Hardware, like when you first walk in the front of the house, is um, it's all housewares and knives and grills and gumbo pots and you know Yeti merchandise. I mean, an enormous selection of Yeti merchandise and uh, SEC merchandise. 
both Auburn and Alabama. They sell to all sides. Uh, <laughs> they're like the arms dealers of the SEC world. You know, we sell to everybody. Okay. And that's good because that means everybody can find something there. Amazing selection of stuff like this. So if you're thinking about, you know, Christmas shopping for yourself or somebody else, Pensacola Hardware, the front, I mean, you will be amazed at what's available there. The oldest business in the entire state of Florida, one of the 50 oldest in the entire country since 1851, helping people build, rebuild, and remodel Pensacola right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The temporary ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is in its final day. The four-day agreement expires at midnight Eastern tonight. Hamas so far has released 58 hostages as it's part of the deal. Israel has freed 117 Palestinian prisoners. The Biden administration now has plans to roll out a new supply chain council. The White House announcing today it's that it's establishing what will be called the White House Council on Supply Chain Resilience. The group will be co-chaired by National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and National Economic Advisor uh, Lael Brainerd. They're having their first meeting today. And, hey, guess who's getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week? Do tell. Does that ring a bell? It's like the unidentified song nobody knows. I guess it's Macaulay Culkin from uh, Home Alone. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, that is, uh, he's 43 years old now, Macaulay Culkin. He's going to be honored with a ceremony on Friday. Catherine O'Hara, who played his mother in Home Alone, is going to be at the ceremony. Oh, outstanding. Well, well-deserved, I would say. You know, that's certainly a iconic play, an iconic place in our culture. And uh, we'll be airing every single day opposite Elf, every single day opposite It's a Wonderful Life, every single day right. for the rest of the month. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all into next month, of course. Uh, 7.59 News Radio 92.3. Coming up next, we're going to talk to uh, Sheriff Bob Johnson, Santa Rosa County Sheriff. Bob Johnson and uh, a couple of really interesting things coming up next hour. Let's stick around for that. We'll be back. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.